Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Monday morning, October 7th. Can you believe that we are already done with a whole week of October? It is the 7th, and so many birthdays of so many people I know, like, fall on today, the 7th. And so, happy birthday to all of my friends. There's like, like, I think there's like four or five of them that are 70 and above that were born on October 7th. So that's kind of interesting. So anyway, today we are going to talk about something. We're going to talk about hijacking, allowing ourselves to get hijacked by people around us, and letting ourselves allow it because we don't even know it's happening. And last week, for whatever reason, I ran into three or four different situations of people who expected from me what they want and when they don't get it, all the attention, they, they have a way of bringing all the attention to them and they don't stop to think about the consequences of that. What is that doing to the people around them? And one started months ago and culminated last week. And thank God for the challenge that we did. And I know it was something I asked everyone to do, but I'm doing it with you. I didn't post because the first day I posted, it became a whole drama. So I stopped posting until I'm, I'm going to finish, until I'm done. Because I just, I, I don't single out anyone else's post, and I didn't want anyone to single mine out and use it as a forum. But I have to say that I will when I'm done. But that first day, and I talked about it a little bit last week, but I think we need to talk about, because it's not special to me, it happens to most givers who even if somebody wrongs them, may feel bad or guilty for responding because we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings when they could have cared less about what they were able to do to you. And yet it's, you know, whatever you do to them is bad. 
in whatever they do to you is that victimhood. So what happened was someone lied to me, I don't know, maybe a month ago or more. And they worked for me. And they lied. And at first I thought, there is no way. No way. And I even came up with a reason. Here I thought, you know, gosh, I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. But at times we don't want to believe it. Yet it exhausted me because the event kept coming up in my mind because not because of the person, but because something was wrong with the situation and I was not acknowledging it. And so after that, what happens to us, it's interesting because I could not have planned this. It was just the perfect storm. Every time after that, that I was around this person, the feeling of something's wrong would get bigger and bigger. It was just like I would just happen to walk by and I would think, oh, that was weird, wasn't it? Just to myself, that was weird. Time again, time again, I would feel this, like, I I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a competitive edge or what it was that was going on. But whatever it was, I did not expect or detect that in that person's personality at all. seemed very simplistic, almost like a child. Uh, Didn't speak the language well, was good at what she does. And so I gave her a lot of leeway thinking she honestly didn't understand what she did. And then little things. And little things do add up. You know, just like they add up when we want to do something, And we do it and we start and then the next day we do more and the next day we do more and we get excited and the ball rolls. Negative begets negative and positive begets positive. But why the title, why do we use others' opinions of us to run our lives? Because somewhere inside of my head, I did not want her to be upset with me because my opinion when her opinion of me didn't matter to her. She was willing to take a step in a direction that was going to eventually become a wedge. But the cooler part about it is, and I, I hesitated to do today's show, or to have this topic, but it just fascinates my mind, how my mind was working through this process. Because once someone tries to, either knowingly or unknowingly, create a sense of drama, It's not their first rodeo. 
by the time someone's in their 30s or 40s or 50s, and in this case, I'm, I was dealing with 50, the actual 50 years old, almost, I think 49, somewhere in there. They're really good at what they do. We all are. It's the 10,000 hours thing. What did you put most of your time in? But something in me said, if this is true, what I think, because it won't go away. It wasn't like I put it there or took it away. It just wouldn't go away. Because we settle when there's truth, but we don't when there isn't. And this was such a blatant example of it. And I knew it, but I didn't want to believe it. So then what happened? About two weeks ago, she pulled another one, like a big one. And she lied to me again. And she banked on the fact that I would not say anything to the person that she said this about, that said that about me. But she basically told me I was, she lied to tell me I was lying. So now the, the, the I want to say the ball was thrown in my court that I'm lying about something that couldn't matter to anybody. There was no need to do it. And I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, that piece of the puzzle. Why? What is the motive? Every time there's like on any good mystery, when something off happens, we want the motive. So now I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I was really upset at the time because I knew There was no way what she said was true. But my bigger fascination was, how did she not know that? It was so out of character about the person she was talking about that was talking about me that I I knew it wasn't true. And when people lie around me, I, I, in, in all of us, it's not just me, but, you know, my way of dealing with it is like something in me just starts shaking. Almost like an earthquake, you know, like, okay, the ground's not settled. Let's keep moving until it settles. And so I left because I had an appointment to go to. But before I left, I said, I'm going to call that person right now and ask them because I don't have a problem with confrontation. But the old me used to let other people's opinions run my life. And if it's ever happened to you, I know you're alone, but raise your hand because we don't want people to be upset with us. But what if they're the person that's doing the upsetting? How much do we give them of our lives, of our daily lives? Who don't know what goes on in our lives, but decide they want a chunk of it. So here I am, and 
I, I make this call and I'm like, you know, I'm really sorry to bother you. However, this is what just happened. Was that ever spoken? I don't mind if you said it, because if you said it, you had a reason for saying it. Even if the reason is all your own. Right now, all I need to know is did you say it? They're like, no, why would I say that? I said, that's all I needed to know. Would you stand by the fact that you just said you would never say that? Of course I would. Thank you. I get off the phone. So before I go on my way, because I always leave early, I had a few minutes. (laughs) So I come back and I say, by the way, I called so-and-so, and they never said that. And, and mind you, in the inside of my body, I was shaking because I was upset. Now, I wasn't shaking because the person lied anymore. Now I'm mad. And I don't get mad, but, but when people start lying or creating stuff, if you ever want to turn me off, that's it right there. Just creating stuff, giving me more to worry about, more to think about. You know, it's just too much. I don't go around telling people how to live their lives, yet I allowed others to tell me how. And now I don't. It's not that I don't like someone to oppose me or not there's forums for that but if I were to take it from every single person I wouldn't have time to actually do my work and I would not even be practicing what I know because people have their own agendas and I could not figure out her agenda others are really obvious like you get it you're just like okay they need all the attention thrown back on them no matter what it is, if, if they don't get what they want, boom, it's like a, a bee to honey. <laughs> Let's create a situation and get my share of the pie of attention. doesn't matter if it's negative. I just need it. But this wasn't that alone because part of the attention, I couldn't figure out. What's the motive? Why would you... Go to someone who's employing you and play these kinds of games. And even till now, I kind of question why someone would do that because I got it. She didn't realize that I actually had the power to let her go. And what was happening was just like this weird control. It's the only thing I can come up with because there's no other reason, but it was like trying to let me know that, I don't know, I wasn't powerful, not that I was trying to be. I don't even know what I could have done to create that in this person. I mean, I baked cookies for when she came 
I would make sure I had enough dough so that they would be fresh when she came. I brought her a gift from Italy. I hug her every time she comes in. I was just who I am to anyone for the most part, unless they start pulling stuff. And then I have to say, hey, wait a minute. What, what's going on here? So the, that assessment thing. So it did take me truly by surprise. Not that I couldn't see it before. It's just I didn't expect it from someone who appeared so simple because I don't know what brings people to today. I haven't been in their lives every day. It's impossible. But all of a sudden, (laughs) Christ's voice starts reminding me people's behavior isn't special to you. It is who they are everywhere they go. No one has a right to interfere with your free will. Not even God interferes with your own free will. You can always go back to the fork in the road and repave it with love. And I thought, well, that first time I did go back to the fork in the road. And not only did I pave it with love, but I paved it with disbelief, denial. And I was just treating her the same, but that feeling of something's wrong, something's wrong kept coming up. I let her behavior, her opinions of life, be what ran the show when she was around. I allowed that. Didn't even know I was doing it, but I allowed it. Because I felt like she didn't know what was going on because of the language barrier. And I really, really like her. I do. But from my heart, I really like her. And a part of me, and this was the new part, is I really didn't want it to be true. I did not want to think about those things when it came to her. So I thought, well, what kind of mindset can I take on that helps me deal with the opinion and try to figure out what she needs and maybe I can talk to her about it. And then I went back to, well, I don't even know how much of it she'll understand because sometimes she, she understands a lot. It depends on the topic, truly. And other times she has no idea what you're talking about and she reverts to this kind of a young injured person so whatever happened it happened young but I didn't even know if I could reach that human being but I really like her and liking someone's even different than than loving everybody for who they are because that's an impossible feat to to ask for in as a human because there are going to be people that you look at and you say gosh, they've really done bad to a lot of people. And, and I'm, I'm just fascinated by their mind, but I don't like them. I don't like what they've done, really. I don't know them, but I don't like what they've done. And what they've done is an example of who they are. But this really challenged me because it was like coming like a lightning bolt out of nowhere. So when it happened again, 
And I came back and I said, that person didn't say that. To me, I was like really proud that I was confronting, I was finding out the truth, but finding out the truth wasn't really my big problem. My big problem was confronting and saying, hey, you know what? That person didn't say that. So why would you? Why did you need to say that? But that was too much for that conversation because the minute I said, hey, you know what? I just called so-and-so. The look on her face was like, she didn't know what to do, so she started to laugh and turned her face from me. In that moment, as weird as this sounds, I thanked God for the tools. And I thanked God for the obviousness of this situation because she taught me the very innocence, if you can use that word, of a lie. There's something Christ wrote through me about a conversation between the lie and the truth. And they both talked about their characteristics throughout. It's in original love. It is one of the most poignant things I have ever written. Because at the end of the whole deal, the lie tells the truth. It wants to be just like it. If you could imagine. The lie tells the truth. I want to be just like you. And the lie talks about how they get attention right away. And the truth talks about how nobody acknowledges it. And it just goes on and on. It's actually, I wrote it while I was working in the nurse's office when my kids were in high school. And it's truer every single day. So I'm like going, wow, God, like, this is what this feels like. And people's reactions to getting caught. That, that sometimes it's almost like they take this breath, like, release me from myself even. And I had to leave that day. She was in my home. And I didn't want to leave her here, but I had to go. I had an appointment. I was hoping to God to come back before she left, but I couldn't make it. In L.A., <laughs> anywhere you go, you may hit traffic coming back, so... That was the deal. But I knew that day that that is never going to happen again. Whatever emotional ties I had to her, and she must have taught me what she needed to teach me because they were gone. Does it mean I don't like her? No, I do. But look what happened in the two weeks following. She comes every week. So I was going to put it off because I couldn't decide what I was going to do. I knew what I was going to do. I think in my mind and in my heart, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I didn't want to hurt her feelings. I did not want her to feel bad. I did not want her to not have that income. 
So now I'm taking on reacting to her by feeling sorry for her. And I did. And I still do for different reasons today than I did then. But I allowed myself to go through the painstaking feelings of vacillating back and forth. Because I wanted to see, instead of just reacting and dumping on someone, everything I need from the world, I wanted to wait to see what came out of me. Why did I feel sorry for someone who definitely did not care about what they were saying to me? Why did I want to make it clear and clean that this wasn't okay? And and I was even, I didn't even get to thinking of letting her go. Yet, I knew I wasn't going to see her, but I couldn't imagine letting her go. It's really what was going on. So what happened to me? I let her not come the first week, and then the second week came, and when it came close to the day, I'm like, oh, I got to call her and tell her not to come again. Well, I was doing a slow motion letting her go without knowing, but I really wanted the time to think it through because I realized that in my heart, I can't hurt others. I may not react to them. I don't have to. That's my business. I have a lot of work to do. I don't have time to stop at every drama port. But God put this right in my home. So I had to look at it. Oh, well, everything else is going on. So then we start the challenge. And first day, and I'm all excited, and I'm like, wow, we finally have this community, blah, 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 blah. And I get all excited, and I I write, you know, wow, today was a great day. The challenge does work. If you do that for seven days, you and your life will change. You will start to hear your voice, and when you hear it, you'll be like, oh, my God, that sounds like a person who dot, 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 and you figure it out. It's beautiful. But what happened that day? And I told you guys a little bit about this, but it was worth going into the painstaking details. So when you see yourself in a situation where somebody pulls a fast one or just an attention grab where whatever's going on, they got to refocus all the attention on them. Or they got to control it from underneath like she was working I think, and then I hope I'm right because I don't know what else to think, that she wanted to challenge, she wanted to control. It was almost like that gaslighting, like you didn't see what I said and hear what I saw, but she never banked on me confronting the other person that I don't even have a problem with, and they don't have a problem with me or her, but they were used by her. So in a way, she heard us both because she was saying to that person, hey, I'm going to use you to hurt this person. 
and I'm going to lie to this person to tell them they're lying. Blah, blah, blah. It just goes on and on. What a web was woven. Think about all the And here, I'm thinking this person doesn't even understand the language, but she definitely understood the mechanism. So then, during the challenge, must have been in my mind because it came out that day, first day. And I'm like, why does that bother me? You know, this happened and that happened and I'm going on and on to Christ. And Christ says, uses the word fire. This is where it really became empowering. He said, you didn't fire so-and-so. So-and-so fired so-and-so. They fired themselves. And the minute I heard that, everything inside of me shifted. It had, that behavior had nothing to do with me. And I had never thought of firing. I was thinking, let her go. I just don't want to see her. Here, I don't feel comfortable. But then I realized I'm not doing anything to this person. People teach us how to treat them. And she taught me. And I had to pull myself and all the drama that that created went away in a poof. And I knew what to do. And I did it. Because I did not create it. I just decided not to participate. And that, that's what happened. First day of the challenge. Can you imagine how far we've come? I'm on like day six. Guys, I will see you. I only have 10 seconds left. I'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great Monday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.